time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci-fi fans, Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Portrait of a man at work. The only work he's ever done. The only work he knows. His name is Henry Francis Valentine, but he calls himself Rocky. Because that's the way his life has been. Rocky and perilous and uphill at a dead run all the way. He's tired now. Tired of running or wanting. Of waiting for the breaks that come to others, but never to him. Never to Rocky Valentine. Stop! Stop or I'll shoot! Now get time, you lousy screw! A scared, angry little man. He thinks it's all over now, but he's wrong. For Rocky Valentine, it's just the beginning. Episode number 28 of uh, The Twilight Zone was a nice place to visit. And uh, Sean, we still have to decide. Uh, we're going to do, when, when we finally get out of season one and <laughs> the 36 episodes in season one. We're almost there. Well, so now, nowadays, especially on, on places like CBS All Access, and Hulu, you're happy if you get 10 episodes in a season. Yeah. Uh, Twilight Zone, you know, they, they, they had 36 episodes in the first season. Just but a workhorse. We're, we're going to have to decide is, uh, is episode 37, when we get into season two, is that episode 37 or is that season two, episode one? Oof, I'm glad we don't have to decide right now. Yeah, future Keith and future Sean, they they got a big decision to make. Uh, jokes on you. Yeah, uh, it's a nice place to visit, and uh, it's uh, it's it, it's I, I think one of the iconic Twilight Zone episodes, just because it's it's one that's probably been parodied uh, yes. more than any. Yeah, uh, there's there's at least a Simpsons episode and a Futurama uh, episode uh, that 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 parody it. It's it, it, it's really funny, and I'm just now uh, figuring out why you asked me if I've watched The Good Place before, uh, <laughs> right before we hit record. Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> it all it all comes in, into focus because I wrote down, did The Good Place base all of this uh, <laughs> this episode, or is that just like linear thinking? You know, like it's a it's a spinoff of yeah. <laughs> uh, a nice place to visit. Uh, so, a nice place to visit focuses on Henry Rocky Valentine. Uh, is there a good person with the last name Valentine? No, nor uh, n- nor is there a good person with Rocky in, uh, as a nickname. Well, I mean, there's there's Rocky Balboa. I, I don't think anybody thinks he's a terrible person. Oh, you know that guy was a jerk in his personal life. You think yeah, so? You think he was he was uh, he was really mean to the turtles <laughs> in the apartment. No, uh, no sane person gulps down glasses of raw eggs. That is that is absolutely one hundred percent true. Or so, in Philadelphia. So uh, Henry is a fine, upstanding citizen who is caught robbing a pawn shop uh, <laughs> by a night watchman. And a, a couple observations here about about this uh, before we get into the you know the real meat of the story and just focus on how he uh, how he kicked the bucket. Um, so first of all, what kind of a scumbag is robbing a pawn shop? Because like like in Chicago when there were riots a few weeks ago, 
you know, for, for a weekend, uh, you know, the jewelry stores got robbed. The, uh, you know, the, uh, the Macy's got robbed. I sure. don't think if there was a, if there actually was a pawn shop on Michigan Avenue, which there isn't, <laughs> I, I think people probably would have left them alone. You know, why, why are you breaking into the pawn shop? I mean, I guess if you're if you're robbing, then you're probably not concerned with uh, like other people's feelings, or maybe you are. Who knows? Who who are we to judge? However, if I were robbing a pawn shop, I would feel really bad because it's like, what if like a family was going through a hard time and they had to like pawn a uh, like a wedding ring or something like that, and uh, they were just going to save up to buy it back the day after I robbed this place. Right, but you know. In addition, in addition to that, and and you know, to your point, you wouldn't be thinking about other people's uh, <laughs> because you're a you're a you're a, a no good uh, dog faced pony soldier. A no good Nick. A no good Nick. Yes, um, but but I I'm just thinking just the value of the stuff. You know, wouldn't oh, wouldn't, sure. you, wouldn't you hold out for a store that has a, a little bit uh, better stuff for you to rob? Or you could rob a bank where you know the value and everybody's uh, assets are FDIC insured. So Oh, that's true. So you could uh you could uh um uh it, it's really a victimless crime at that it's, point. It is very true. You're just robbing you're getting your taxes back by robbing that, banks. That's all you're doing. Uh so he's he shot a few times. And uh, Eddie dies, and uh, he wakes up and he and he meets a, a nice guy named uh, Pip, which uh, this will not be the only time that uh, Rod Serling uses the name Pip. Uh, I, I at least uh, at least one other time. There's uh, there's an episode, but I, there may be more. I, I didn't do the same research that I, I usually do to find patterns in the uh, <laughs> in the Twilight Zone. Uh, but he says that he's his guide uh, through the afterlife and is there to grant him anything he could possibly want. Which I will say, um, it's it's not expressly uh, expressed in <laughs> in this episode, but I think uh, Valentine's number one wish is just to make a whole lot of fat jokes about Pip. Right. The guy who's there to give him anything he wants, just make fat jokes about him. It's 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 unacceptable. Yeah, so so at first he thinks there's some sort of con going on, which I'm not sure what the the con would be. And here, have everything you want. <laughs> Here's seven hundred dollars. What's the uh, catch? Yeah, I- I- exactly. And um, so he basically wants uh, wants uh, uh, women and to win at gambling. But uh, he finds very quickly that if you win at gambling all the time, it's not really gambling. Yeah. But- which I had the same problem because, you know, like I I have a system to beat Vegas. And so why even bother to go to Vegas? Because really and every time. Oh, yeah. Who would who would who would love that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, watch out, Vegas. Keith has a system. <laughs> if you uh, are serious, we should have some conversations after. after this. Uh, no, no, I'm I, I'm I'm not. Um, <laughs> so a couple observations about about uh, about uh, 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 Rocky in the afterlife. I would it would take me a significant amount of time to get bored with having access to anything I want. That's that's what I um, I wrote down. Uh, what would a hell be? 
like how how much would it really take like so i play uh like madden 20 on xbox right right and i decided to make a whole bunch of uh players who recently graduated from the university of alabama and so long story short and i'm not just saying this because i'm talking to you jalen hurts has won eight super bowls in a row with the chicago bears and nice and it's it is kind of boring, but you get to the point where okay, well now the Super Bowls are just an afterthought, and now I want uh, to break every single record in the record books. But after that happens, you're like, well, I'm just going to start over again. So in that specific instance, that's when you just go play Fallout Four or something like that. But like, right. I, I can't imagine getting bored with like gambling specifically yes because after a while you know i mean what's what's another what's another billion dollars right but like you have you have beautiful women around you i i mean i and if you're rich i imagine that everybody treats you well and wants to be your friend so i don't know how long that i would get bored of, uh how long it would take before i would get bored of that yeah and, and as i'm watching it i'm thinking all right the next thing I'm going to ask him for is blank. You know, so even if I did get bored with the gambling, I would I would at least be able to come up with something else that would keep me occupied for a while, like, you know, playing Fallout 4 or something. <laughs> I mean, if I were guaranteed to not die from skydiving, I would just start doing that. Yeah. And if, you yeah, know, yeah. You, just, you just figure something else out. And I mean, we're talking, what, 20 minutes? Come on, in this episode. Yeah. Not and, and by the way, not, not to uh, backtrack too much, but uh, getting back to uh, uh, Rocky getting uh, getting shot, um, the the police like they're immediately <laughs> shooting at him. Like they see somebody in front of a store and just start shooting at him like they're Kenosha police officers or something. Shit. It's it's just really bizarre. It's like the it's like the scene in uh, It's a Wonderful Life where. Uh, 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 Bert the cop just just starts shooting in the middle of a crowd at George Bailey. It's it's was, what is going on here. I was about to say, what is this? Two thousand twenty. Exactly. Oh uh, but, but yeah. Also, there's a bit of a bit of a problem there. But but back to uh, uh, Rocky in the afterlife. Um, yeah, I, I I just don't don't get that. Like he first of all because he's bored so he decides oh there's got to be something wrong here i i clearly wasn't supposed to be here in heaven and, and then he finds out he's he's actually not in heaven oh of course you do belong here mr valentine the, <laughs> oh. the, the guy who plays pip is is fantastic a, a, a great laugh uh really goes all in full commitment oh. from sebastian cabot it looks like is the the name of the gentleman who uh uh, and and uh, also reminds me a lot of uh, a Cadwallader from uh, yes yes episode. Uh, I I don't believe that he's uh, that Pip is actually supposed to be the devil. I think he's just he's a special assistant to the general manager <laughs> in hell. He's a uh, you know he's just an usher. Um, I do want to know what Mumblety Pig is. Yeah, I I. I, I, I'm not sure about that one. Is that like it? I mean, it sounds like Jackson Jacks. What's what's the what's the game where you you bounce the ball and you pick up Jacks? No, that, that is that is in fact called Jacks. Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's my my favorite line, line in this whole thing is uh, 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 Rocky says something to the effect of, you know, shouldn't this be for people like teachers or something? And uh, goes, well, we do have a few teachers here. <laughs> I mean, I imagine those are the uh, <clears throat> the teachers who, um, you know, probably had an eye on kids or something like that. It probably, yeah. <laughs> that just that that made me laugh a little bit. Well, we do have a few teachers here. Um, this show so, I mean, can be funny, man. I I I love everything about it, especially especially those moments. Right. E- even though, well, so this wouldn't qualify as one of uh, the goofy episodes that you you hate with the fiery passion of a thousand suns. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, so you know, I. Uh, the, the comparison that immediately popped into my head as we were uh, actually talking about this uh, before we started the episode here is uh, this reminds me a lot of the good place because the premise is kind of the same. Yeah. Where, uh, you know, you have people who are you have basically terrible people. And and by the way, it's a sliding scale of terrible people. Because <laughs> what, what are the characters in the good place? The thing that makes him terrible is that he's indecisive about literally everything. And it it makes people want to kill themselves rather than spend time with time with them. Yeah, Ellen, Eleanor, or as uh, Ted Danson says, Eleanor um, is a little uh, <laughs> is a little bit more uh, more of a waste than uh, Chidi. Yeah, she she's more of a, uh, she she's like the uh, a Florida woman just encapsulated in in one person. Except I, I think she's supposed to be from Arizona, so not. Not sure if they were making a, a statement. <laughs> you, you don't see anywhere near as many people like Eleanor as in uh, in Arizona. But anyway, uh, sort of the same concept. And, and I don't know if they were uh, if they were inspired by that particular episode of the Twilight Zone. I would imagine. Uh, I would imagine uh, you know being that they were in the TV business, they were probably aware of the Twilight Zone or aware of the many parodies of this particular episode. Yeah, I um I wrote down like is this does the episode kind of telegraph that he's in hell the entire time or is it just because we've seen it before and it's been redone to death? Like do we uh, I I think they I think they're signaling that that he's in hell the whole time because um you know, it's not like so in, in the good place uh you know, comparison, we don't actually know anything about Eleanor until she tells us like about her life. Like, it's not like we knew that she was a terrible person. And then, you know, clearly she's not supposed to be there in uh, this episode. We see him robbing a pawn shop and get shot by the police. So we know that he's a bad person and he shouldn't be there. So right. I think they're yeah, are telegraphing it the whole time. Um, is this, is this an allegory on living forever and why we shouldn't wish for immortality? Like, would we just get bored? Uh, it, it might be, you know, because I, I, I don't know about you, but as I was watching it, I was, I was thinking, you know, would I get bored eventually? And, uh, you know, my thought was, no, I wouldn't. I would, I would always think of something else to do. Yeah. Like, so. I mean, I'm yeah. bored. I'm bored. Not now, but like, in, <laughs> like overall, I'm bored, and I don't think it's because of the pandemic. I'll just find something to do. Right. Exactly. Um, so th- this brings up the uh, the question. C- occasionally, I like to just 
throw completely open-ended questions at you that you probably haven't put any thought of. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, so what would your personally designed hell look like? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was, I was going to try and beat you to the punch. I wrote down, what would a hell be where you, what would a hell where, where you'd be happy? Uh, or what would it so there was like uh, uh, the Simpsons actually probably not specifically uh, parroting this episode in this instance with the raining donuts. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, the uh, where, where Homer is sent to hell for the day and he's in the ironic punishment division. And uh, the guy says, Oh, so you want donuts, huh? Have every donut in the world. Oh, this is great. <laughs> and, uh, they just keep keep forcing donuts down his gullet and he's like no more please <laughs> wait so what was your original question i apologize uh what what would your personally designed hell look like Ooh, personal designed hell um i mean i guess this would be it <laughs> the, the, the quarantine or having to do this podcast <laughs> probably just the quarantine um well, like- okay if, if if I'm being if I'm being uh, realistic about like what is terrifying, I'm gonna say uh, existential dread of a uh, the crumbling of democracy and a president not leaving office after he loses both the popular and the electoral vote. But that's well, com- that, completely hypothetical. Yeah, that would be really hard for them to to you know figure out. Like if if hell was like a, a simulation uh, <laughs> in a computer, that would take a lot of a lot of computer resources to pull off. It's true. It's true. It certainly doesn't happen in, uh, in reality. Well, the, the funny thing is, and uh, the, the last couple of weeks in uh, my various podcasts has been uh, uh, sharing opinions that uh, could possibly get me fired. <laughs> uh, so about the time that uh, I started watching The Good Place, I think it, it had already been on for a season when I started watching it. Um about the time that like I got to the, the reveal that they were actually in hell. Uh, I started a new job that was so bad that I literally <laughs> remarked to a friend, Oh my God. Like if somebody designed a hell for me, it would be pretty close to this. <laughs> oh my God. You know, I, I've been trying to find it, but ever since you said uh, uh, Passion of a Thousand Sons, you had a tweet about people who deserve to... <laughs> this sounds worse than it is, but people who do X deserve to be sent to a work camp. Was it hump day? Uh, yeah, th- okay. I think that... Yeah, because because uh, normally if I if I run across somebody uh, who's doing something just just horrible... I'll say they should be launched into the sun. Yes. Um, but I, I didn't feel like hump day actually rose to the level of being launched into the sun. But but I, I do think maybe send them to a work camp. I, I think <laughs> it's good. Just imagine someone going to, to work camp and saying, what are you in for? Uh, I said, happy hump day. You? Well, no, I, I said, someone's got a case of the Tuesdays. <laughs> And then, they, and then, like everybody just scatters because they don't want to be anywhere near them. <laughs> okay, so, so basically, I think what we've landed on is that um, we both seem to be living in our own personal hells. Yes. Although, although I will say, 
you know, like the quarantine, for example, has actually turned things around nicely because uh, I published a novel, I got married, so th- things have things have definitely turned around in the in the past uh, couple of years. So yeah, you know, I mean, twenty twenty hasn't been no, it has. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I got it. I got engaged in in late 2019, so we'll just we'll just call that like the end of something that started in uh, in 2019. So I think that's the good call. I'm I'm, I'm happy with uh, you, your and and, and Misty's uh, uh, pledge to spend the rest of your wonderful lives together, being a a lone a lone beacon of light in an otherwise dark year. Uh, wow, that's a lot to live up to. <laughs> it's like 19, 1968 had Apollo 8. Uh, 2020 has Keith and Misty getting married. Don't screw this up, y'all. A scared, angry little man who never got a break. Now he has everything he's ever wanted. And he's going to have to live with it for eternity. In the Twilight Zone. Gabatron?